Part of a partnership with the Utah Women's Giving Circle, Utah Public Radio presents the original radio series, Objectified More Than a Body. This weekly radio program can be heard Tuesday evenings and Wednesday mornings here on Utah Public Radio, showcasing the people and programs empowering Utah women and girls. The show is called Fat Phobia and is part of a larger, multifaceted program called the Body Image Project. Those at Art Access, which is a community-focused organization that uses art to drive ideas, wanted to tackle the concept of personal and social body image perspectives by deepening the conversation of weight. Within the Body Image Project was the Fat Phobia exhibit. I, I remember telling someone, oh, I'm, I was invited to do the Fat Phobia show, and someone said, they're calling it that? And I thought, you know, really, I mean, just the word fat. You're gonna use that? You're gonna put it in print? Like, aren't you gonna offend somebody? I mean, it is just so ingrained in us that it's like a bad word. That was Zoe Rodriguez who contributed a photograph to Fat Phobia. The purpose of the Body Image Project and pushed visually by the Fat Phobia exhibit is said perfectly in a statement by Salt Lake City artist Phoebe Berry, voiced by UPR's Ashley Tolman. Going out into the world as a fat woman is a constant balancing act because you are exposed and there is no net between you and the abyss. You are just a fat girl to most of the people who see you, no matter how many spanks, hair weaves, mani-pedis, or great clothes you have. And because of your appearance, you are judged to be less intelligent, less ambitious, less sexy, less worthy of a decent job or a fair salary, and less desirable as a friend. So... Every morning, you get naked on your tightrope. You try to make it through the day without crashing and burning. And you try not to hate yourself for failing to be normal. Through different forms of art, a group of artists express their thoughts and feelings about this topic. Here's Carol Berry again to explain her piece called Tightrope. This painting is about three feet by three feet. It shows a, an obese woman in a ballet pose on a tightrope. The rope is suspended over an abyss, and there are dark clouds above her, but she's illuminated by light, has her arms out, and is totally in control of things. In my family, we've always been obese, and we've always struggled with how you deal with it and how you be in the world when you're fat or when you're not and how people treat you. And I felt like our life was always a balancing act and that if you got off the diet or if you stopped fighting being fat, you would fall into the abyss. Even though you really are a very competent person and you've got something to offer the world, the world doesn't always see that. Photographer Zoe Rodriguez's piece is a straight-on, close-up black-and-white photograph of an obese woman's midsection. The model she used was named Amanda, and Zoe used her to explore this idea of what it's like to be big in this world. I really wanted to know her story. What is your perspective? What do you feel? What do you see? What is your experience in this everyday world of skinny and shoulds? And so we got into the studio and just started taking off her clothes. And eventually, um, these, these shapes and shadows and lines came out that were just so beautiful. For Zoe, it became more than creating a beautiful piece of art. With this experience, with this model, she actually broadened her views of beauty in this world and in herself. I really would love to see us all do that, look at a body and see the beauty without having all of this stuff behind us 
telling us what we should and shouldn't like. Sculptor John Aramey created two stone works of art that are similar to the prehistoric piece The Venus of Willendorf. It's a small nude statuette of an obese, faceless woman made sometime between 28,000 to 25,000 BCE. She is so beautiful and so luscious and so unabashedly fat. And I always wanted to sort of do my own take on that. So when this project came up, um, I proposed the idea of creating two sculptures. One, um, Venus at Middle Age, which is my take on that specific sculpture from 28,000 years ago. But instead of her being a young woman, I middle-aged her. So her breasts sag a little bit. Her rear sags a little bit. She's stronger. She's, she's had more life. And then the other sculpture I did was called V Kicks Up Her Heels. And the idea of that piece was to do a contemporary take on fat women. And I wanted it to be more playful. I wanted it to have a life that I think actually I saw reflected in Carol's painting of the woman on the tightrope, that this is a woman in control of her life in this world today. Jonna wanted to create these pieces in celebration of the natural woman, as she says, at any age and size. Artist Therese Beasley took a more tongue-in-cheek approach to the exhibit's theme. She took the idea of the unrealistic expectations that are often put on women one step further. When I approached this show, I was interested in what society teaches us to do with our bodies. For instance, in the Middle Ages, a heavy woman was attractive because heavy meant you could afford to eat. Then we move on to the Victorian age, and suddenly we have to have 12-inch waists, and women were actually breaking their ribs to fit into these corsets. We move into the flapper area. Everybody has to be flat-chested. Then my favorite, my personal favorite, is the 50s when women started wearing those awful steel-framed girdles. So when I was approaching this, I found an advertisement for a girdle, and it had a woman standing in the middle of a room blowing bubbles, because obviously that's what we would do. So I thought, how can I take this ridiculous image and make it even more so? And my answer was to take this woman and put her in a field of flowers blowing bubbles, because, again, that's what we would do in that girdle. She says that women have lived through the girdle age, but present day, the garment is making a comeback, but is just called something different. But now we're back. We're all wearing Spanx. Well, I'm not, but a lot of people are. And it's just an updated girdle. So we haven't really learned much. We're still trying to have great big boobs and 12-year-old hips. Each artist brought her own ideas to the Fat Phobia exhibit, but after I spoke to most of them, they all agreed that they wish women and men alike would aim to be healthy instead of trying to fit in a physical mold. Those involved in Fat Phobia wanted to create art to inspire the kind of change that will promote rather than destroy health and well-being. The reality is that there are so many different body types on the planet, and we celebrate in our culture a very narrow body type. I think if we can always work at expanding the range of what is, what is, what is seen as beautiful, what is um, accepted in our culture, we all benefit from that because 
you know, every if, if you look at all those little kids just coming into puberty, little boys and girls, and you say to all of them, short, tall, fat, thin, whatever, you're good, you're good. And let's go from there. As you said, it, it just rocks. It like makes everything so much better. With Utah Public Radio, I'm Danny Hayes. This segment is part of an ongoing original Utah Public Radio series, Objectified, More Than a Body. Support for the program comes from the Utah Women's Giving Circle, a grassroots community with everyday philanthropists raising the questions and raising the funds to empower Utah women and girls. Information available online at utahwomensgivingcircle.com. And to access the full series of stories, you can go to upr.org.